Okay, yesterday was Daf Nun Zayin number 57. Today is Nun Ches, and we'll do a review of yesterday's Daf and get to today's. We have in mind that our learning should be Zchus for Shleima, for Yitzchak Ben Rezel, for Adasa Basranya, for uh, Amy Bastfora, for Michal Vir Bas Yudis, Sar Bas Yechavad, Tzvili Ben Rivka, and all those. And Chai Rachel Bas Tevora. Okay. So um, I'm going to start, I don't know exactly where to start, I'm going to start with the Unkelis story, okay, and work our way through the rest of the story. So Unkelis, the famous Unkelis from Targum Unkelis, his name is Unkelis Barclonicus. Anyway, he was a, a, a nephew of, of Titus Harasha, interesting, okay, and, um, and he was interested in converting, and um, so he wanted to get advice from his uncle, okay. This is after his uncle passed away, so he uh, used um, the methods of uh, speaking communion, communion with the dead um, to uh, talk to him. So he said, who's chashuv in the world, you know, in that world, in the world to come? He says, the Jews. So he says, what about becoming Jewish? What do you think of that idea? So uh, he's like, ah, too many mitzvahs, it's impossible. You'll never be able to be successful. So he says, if you want to take my advice, fight them, because whenever you fight them, in this world, that, you know, that, that's what puts you on top. And that's the Pasuk says, how you Fascinating take of uh, Tito Sarasha. Um, anyway, so he says, what's your punishment? So he says, you want to know what my punishment is? Whatever, I, that which I ruled on myself to protect myself from punishment is my punishment. That uh, they gather all my ashes from all the seven seas, put it back into my body, and then they burn it again and then spread the ashes uh, around. Okay, so fascinating punishment. Okay, anyway, next story was is that, okay, he says, okay, let me ask some more advice. And he calls up none other than Bilam, same communion with the dead. So he says, who's Chashev in the world, uh, you know, in your world, uh, meaning, you know, the, what, on the other side? So he says, the Jews. So he says, what do you think about becoming Jewish? So he says, no, bad idea. Apparently, you know, even when you know the truth, your hatred does go away. I guess that's what that's the message I got from that. What's your punishment? So he said, I, 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 I get my body gets burnt or scold in scolding semen. Okay, so um, then uh, the next version is is that he brought up Hoshe Yisrael. Now it's interesting, Hoshe Yisrael. There's different gear cells over here, but some say that's actually referring to none other than Yeshua Hanotri, Jesus. Okay, so he called him up from the other side. Okay, who's chashev in that world? Um, so he says the Jews. What about becoming Jewish? So he says, um, yes, good idea. Okay, so it's interesting. Um, they're good. You should seek, and not they're bad. Anybody who touches them who tries fighting with them, um, is like touching God in his eye, you know, in the pupil of his eyes. Bad idea. Don't fight. So he says, what's your punishment? Also, with, oh, so he gets punished with burnt, with uh, boiling excrement. Uh, because somebody who makes fun of different chamim, that's the punishment. And that's fascinating is what the, to see the difference between even a Jew who goes all the way off and does bad things, uh, compared to the prophets of the rest of the world, uh, it's different. Okay, fascinating. Fascinating insight here. 
they said the prices brings down. Rabbi Lazar says, hey, "Look how great the koyach of embarrassment is, because uh, um, you see how uh, how uh, how much help Bar Kamsa got that he was able to accomplish the, what he wanted to accomplish, all because of some embarrassment." So you see that he was ready, you know, like the that suffering of the embarrassment of Bar Kamsa was enough to cause that result that he was able to accomplish. So it brought us to the next story, which is the story of Tor Malka. So there was a for a, a rooster and a hen. That's what the whole amazing city of Tor Malka was destroyed. Um, what happened was that there was a custom that um, that, uh, that that in front of the chasam and kala they would put a, you know, a rooster and a hen to go out in front of the chasam and kala at the wedding to like indicate that they should you know they're known to be very. Uh, have a lot of uh, children, uh, you know, the whatever. They're, they're very viral. Uh, 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 the viral, whatever the uh, the chickens. So, uh, anyway, sure enough, one day there was this uh, Roman officer, and he just took them, and uh, they they uh, didn't like it. What are you doing? You're taking this is for the wedding, so they beat beat him up, and he told Caesar, and he said they they're rebelling against you. And um, anyway, sure enough, they, uh, they, they so he attacked attacked the town of Tormalka. So there was this one fellow um, who was uh, whatever Jew, I guess, from the town, uh, from the south, who was able to uh, jump a mile, and uh, there's nothing they could do. He was able to, uh, you know, come in and attack, and then dis- disappear and attack and disappear, and basically. Um, um, you know, they were, were going to lose because of this one man. Um, so the Caesar took his crown and put it on the ground, and he said to the master of the world, he says, if if uh, if it would only be your will, don't let um, uh, uh, an entire nation fall in the hand of one guy. Okay, it's embarrassing. Anyway, sure enough, uh, this Bardroma messed himself up. He said something. He says, um, <clears throat> he quoted the pasuk. Um, that we're busy fighting ourselves and God's not with us. Um, so the kasha is, is that what did he do wrong? He's like, that's what David said. Um, so he says, no, David was saying it in a rhetorical way. He's like, is, it, is that true? Is that the case? Um, anyway, so what happened was is that this guy just went to the bathroom once and a snake uh, um, bit him and killed him that, uh, when he was in the bathroom. Anyway, um, so because of that, that this person died in a miraculous way, who was the main, so the, 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 Roman, uh, the Roman Caesar said, you know what, miracle happened to me, I'm just going to leave the people be. And uh, so he did. Anyway, um, so when, when the Romans left, so they, they uh, were so happy that the Romans left and stopped their siege. And they were making a major party, having meals and uh, letting fires and whatever. And the kids are, the fire was so noticeable that you could even see something from a distance of a mile away. Um, and uh, anyway, bottom line is, he's like the, he was. Uh, he said, "What they're laughing at me that because I left." So um, so he's like, "That's it. I'm going to come and attack." And basically, there were three hundred thousand. Uh, swordsmen that came to Tormalka. They were killing for three days and three nights. 
and uh, and it was they were middle parting that they had no idea what was going on. What half of them were were being killed while the other half was still celebrating. Okay. Pasuk says Vila Hashem lechamal as Konos Yaakov. So what's that talking about? So Rabbi Yochanan, this is talking about the uh, 600,000 cities that Yanni Amelech had in Tor Malka. This was this place called Haram Melech. Um, and uh, others say that it was six, uh, um, 600,000 cities um, in Haram Melech. And each one had the, the, uh, the amount of uh, people who left the Egypt. That is how, how populated it was. Uh, except for three that were double that. Okay, so that's how many cities in this place called Tormalka. Um, and the three big cities were Kfar Bish, Kfar Shechlaim, and Kfar Dechrayat. The reason why they called those names is because um, uh, the embarrassing place, because they didn't give a... a, a they, didn't, they didn't take hosts in. They didn't uh, uh, make room for for guests. There's no guest house. Uh, the Kfar Shechlaim is because uh, the Parnassa was from that. That was what they did for business. Shachalim is uh, gold nuts, whatever they were, the type of food, whatever. And Kfardechrai was called that a special merit that town that older women always had males, and uh, initially, and then the when then they would have a, a daughter, and that was the last child. Um, very interesting. Anyway, um, I, Ula said, I saw this place, and you couldn't even fit six hundred thousand sticks there. It's so tiny. Okay, so like, what's up with that? So he says, so Min came to Rav Hanina and he says, how can it be true this, that they have the population in such a place? So he explained that, this, that the Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Tzvi, and uh, what that means is, is that um, just like a deer, you, you, when you remove the hide of the deer, it shrinks and it doesn't cover, it can't even cover half the body. So when it's on, though, it covers the whole body. What does that mean? When the Klal Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael, so the land expands to hold them. Um, when they're not living there, so then it shrinks and it can't hold them. So that's why you're looking at the size after they left, and you're right, it shrunk. Okay, Rav Minyumi Barchilkin, Rav Chilkin, Bartuvia, and Rav were sitting with each other, and they said, anybody heard anything? What is this place called Farsachan of Egypt? What's going on with this place? So, uh, so he says there was a story about a, 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 a two people betrothed to each other, and they were taken captivity amongst the goyim, and um, and uh, the, the goyim used them to wanted to procreate with, so they basically paired them together with husband to wife. So what happened? She told her husband, she says, "Look, I, you don't touch me because uh, I don't have a ksuva, and the Misa, you know, we're only betrothed, so you're usher to me." And until they, uh, until you, until we have a ksuvah, so we can't, we, we, we can't be together, can't be intimate. And he didn't touch her until he died. And when he died, she uh, said to the people, she said, I want you to eulogize him, that he was stronger in his controlling desires than even Yosef. Because Yosef was only one moment, and this is constant. And Yosef wasn't in one bed, and he was in one bed with me. And Yosef wasn't, well, wasn't his actual wife, but I, I was his actual wife. It's just the you know, one minor thing. Anyway, then they said another story. Okay, uh, a story goes is that uh, there were forty. Um, there was a, they, 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 there was the the price was very reasonable for food. Okay, and you got forty measures for a dinar, and then it went up in price. 
uh, one more. So like you could only get 39 for a dinner. So uh, they said, that means that it's Min HaShemayim. Hashem has caused this. So they looked into it and they found a father and son that did a, that did an Avera with a betrothed maiden, Anyam Kippur. They brought him to Bezin and they gave them Misa. And uh, then it went back to its place. So like they were very makbid and alacha. And when somebody, and they realized that that the change in their, in their, in how the business system was, was a sign that there was some guilt, and they found it. Another guy, another story that brought down is that there was a fellow that uh, um, wanted to divorce his wife, but uh, he couldn't afford to because the ksuva was a lot. So what he did is that he invited his uh, um, his uh, best friend, and he got them good and drunk, and then he put them on one bed, and then he took some uh, some egg whites, and he put it between them, and then he had witnesses that saw that we uh, were on the same bed with uh, with what looked like semen, and he brought them to court. Meantime, there was one one elder who was a Talmud of Shammai Azakim. His name was Bava Bebuta, and he said, I have a tradition from Shammai Azakim that uh, there's a difference you could tell whether it's, you know, he thought it was a setup. He says, in case it's a setup, there's a dis- difference between the reaction to fire that, uh, that egg whites have versus semen. Um, that uh, egg whites will, will cook from the fire and Shekhar will be will, will shrink from the fire. Um, and sure enough, it turns out that it was a setup. And they took him to court and they gave him malchus and they, and they took the ksuba from him uh, basically, because he was trying to get away with not having to give his tzuba. Anyway, bottom line is, it sounds like a pretty religious and good place. So Abayi said to Rav Yosef, if they were such tzaddikim, why was this place destroyed? So he says, because they never mourned for Jerusalem. As the Puzzle says, um, that it says, rejoice in Jerusalem, uh, all those who love it, love it, uh, love her, right? Um, but uh, which uh, anyone who mourned her when it was, she was bad, when it was empty, that's where, that, that's the story. Anyway, that took us to the next, the next story mentioned in the Mishnah, which is the Saka de Rispek, which is or Shaka. I don't know how to pronounce it, but anyway, it's the it's the frame of a of a woman's wagon that you know the carriage basically. And that was the whole city of Beitar was destroyed because of it. But anyway, they had a custom that when a baby boy was born, so they would plant a cedar tree. And when a baby girl was born, they would plant a, um, a pine tree. Anyway, when they got married, they would take cut down those trees and they would make those trees into the chuppah. Um, anyway, that was their system. It was a custom. Anyway, sure enough, there was the daughter of the Caesar passed by, and uh, the, her wagon get broken, and they needed wood, so they cut down a cedar tree to build to to fix the wagon. Anyway, um, they they you know like these these trees are not are sacred, you know they're for minog, so they went and fought them. Um, anyway, sure enough, word got back to the Caesar that they're rebelling, and they came to attack. Um, Anyway, quote Apostle Gida Bukhari Afkol Karin Yisrael, so Rabzira says in the name of Rabbo, in the name of Yechanan, there's 80,000 um, um, oh, 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 Karin Melchama, well, wagons of war, okay, that uh, entered Krach Betar when they came to attack. Um, they killed men, women, and children, and um, and basically the blood was so much that, the, that, it, that it would 
that it made a, like a stream all the way to, to the ocean. You might think that it was close to the sea. It was not that close to the sea. It was distant, a mile from the sea. Um, and Reb Lezer Godel says that there was two, two streams that uh, went, went down, um, it, you know, went around, and the Chacham said that they were, they were, anyway, it was two portions of water and one portion of blood. Um, and others say also, the Brisa says that the, that, the, uh, that the vineyards of the, of the nations from that blood ne- did not need to fertilize their fields because there's so much blood and made such rich soil. Anyway, it was a bad attack. Next we saw is Rabbi Chia Bar Avin in the name of Rabbi Yeshua Ben Karcha. says there was this elder from Anshi Yerushalayim um, and he talked about the story of Nevuz Radon in the valley where Nevuz Radon, Rav Tabachim, killed 211 times 10,000, 2.1 million people. In Yerushalayim it was 94 940,000 on one stone till the blood went and touched the blood of Zechariah um, to fulfill Dhammim B'Dhammim Nikol. I mean, he killed so many people. Okay, the story goes of how did Mizratim do this? He met the blood of Zechariah. Now, just the background of who Zechariah was, Zechariah was the son of the previous, of Yoyada Kohen, and he was a Navi himself, and he would rebuke the people, and uh, because of that, they plotted against him to kill him, and they killed him. And the blood was continually boiling. Anyway, he says, what's up with this blood boiling here? Like, it's like not, it's continually, it doesn't sink into the ground. Um, so he said, oh, it's a carbon. Anyway, sure enough, he said he tried other animals, and you could tell it wasn't the same blood. So he says, if you tell me, fine, otherwise I'm going to rake your body to, you know, to your, your skin off your flesh. Anyway, sure enough, um, he says, what can we tell you? There was a prophet amongst us that would give us rebuke, and we didn't want to hear it. So we killed him. Um, how many years? Uh, it's like a long time. So he says, um, So he says, you know what that means? That I got, It's my job to take revenge, basically, uh, on, on, on what he suffered. So he started killing the first the Sanhedrin. Uh, then he killed, it didn't make a difference. Then he killed young kids, uh, like Bechurim uh, and Psulos, and it didn't help. Then young baby, little kids, um, still didn't help. Uh, so, Zachari, so he said, Zechariah, Zechariah, the best of them I destroyed. You want me to destroy all of them? And when he said that, that, that then the blood stopped boiling. That moment, he, he thought of tshuva, and he said, if, if uh, for one life, uh, look what, you know, look at this, look what happened, look how many people needed to die to atone for that. So can you imagine what I did? You know, like, um, I really need help. So he ran away. He, he, uh, he went and he, you know, did his last will and testament. And then he escaped, you know, disappeared and converted. And that's the story. Okay, so Nebuchadnezzar ended up becoming Jewish. Okay. Naaman was a Gertosha, but Nebuchadnezzar was a Gertzadek. And uh, the grandchildren of Haman learned Torah in Bnei Brak, And the grandchildren of Sisra was a rebellion for young children, and the grandchildren of Sancherev taught Torah Berabim, meaning, and they were Shemayin of Talion. And that's what it says. Anyway, bottom line is that's the Pasuk. Okay. Pasuk says, 
So the call is Andrianus Caesar, because he killed in Alexandria of Egypt six hundred thousand by six hundred thousand, double of Yitzmir, double amount of people left Egypt, and the second call Yaakov, that's Aspasianus, who killed in Beitar four hundred four million or four hundred times ten thousand. Um, others say it was four thousand times ten thousand. Um, anyway, Vadaim the Ace of that's Malchus Rashad that destroyed the base of Migdash and burnt everything. Anyway, that's another Pshat. There's another Pshat that says the Kol Kol Yaakov is that, that there's no Tvila that's effective that doesn't have some Jew involved in the Tvila. You always need a Yid in the Davening. Okay. And the Adaim the Ace of is that there's no war that doesn't have that's successful that doesn't have some of Asaph's kin to be successful in war. Um, anyway, um, okay, um, then we saw Rav Yudah bar, uh, said the name of Rav, Pasuk says, so that uh, basically David was given a vision of the this future destructions of the Chorban Bais Rishon and the Chorban Bais Sheni. That's why it says, Naras Bavel, because he saw what happened in Bavel, from the destruction of Bavel. And then, and then it says, He saw Adam, he saw the Golos head, he saw the destruction of Adam. Okay, Rav Yudas and the Mishmuel, others say it's Rav Ami, others just quote a Brisa. The story is that there was 400 young boys and girls that were taken captivity on a ship for basically to sodomize them, okay? And they realized what the purpose was. So um, they asked the Shaila to each other, if we drown, um, are we going to still, uh, we, we jump into the sea, will we still get a, chayal, or get a portion of the world to come? The oldest one said, the Pasuk says, that, that, that you will get, a, that you'll be gathered up and you'll be married to the world to come. So all the girls jumped off into the ocean and they died in the ocean to avoid what happened. And when the boys saw that, they said, if for a girl, which is normal, so to speak, to be, for that to happen, so then they, they risked their lives to avoid it. So can you imagine, or they killed themselves to avoid it. So we, where it's, you know, connected to nature, it's against the nature, so then all the more so, so they also jumped off. And that's the apostle, um, anyway, <clears throat> Ravuda says that it's the story of a woman with her seven sons. Famous story. They say they say her name is Chana and her seven sons. Anyway, the king brought in the older one and says, I want you to worship the idol. And he says, the Torah says, I know They killed him. Then they brought another one and he said, uh, worship Avodah Zarah. And he said, the Torah says, Lo they brought the third one, and he quoted his pasuk. Okay, so ve'echlo lehim yachram, killed him. Uh, the next one he said, worship of Adazari. He said the Torah says l'sishtach ve'leil acher, killed him. Then they, they got the next one, shema Yisrael Hashem l'ken Hashem echod, and he still killed him. Right. Uh, then the next one he brought in it says worship of Adazari. He says the pasuk says you should remember. Um, that Hashem is a God. There's no other God. Killed him. Then they brought the next one, and he said, "Worship of And he says, "The Torah says that we made a deal. Hashem chose us, and we chose him. We're not gonna, we're not gonna drop him for anybody, for anything." Uh, um, and he swore that he won't uh, get rid of the Jews for another nation. Anyway, 
So the Caesar, this is the youngest one, he says, let me throw my stamp down, and you'll bend down, it'll look like you're, uh, you're bound to me, and, uh, you know, like for optics. Um, anyway, so the young kid said to him, uh, it's like, it's so embarrassing, Caesar, you're the king, okay, that uh, you're worried so much about your own honor, what about the honor of God? Okay. Um, anyway, he ended up, he was about to kill him, but the mother said, before you kill him, let me kiss my son. She kissed her son and she said to all her sons, she said, I want you to go tell Avram Avinu that uh, he did one Akedah, but I did seven Akedahs. And she herself went up to the roof and she fell to her death. Anyway, that's Ema Bonam Smechel. Okay. Um, Rabbi Yehu Shuban Levi says it's referring to uh, uh, the Mila that was given on the eighth day. Um, and this is um, that, 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 that anyway that, and uh, Rabbi Shem ben Lakish says it's referring to a Tamachacham who's teaching no Shrita and showing on their neck where you need to do the Shrita which is a risky thing to do um, you're not supposed to do that um, but uh, Tamil Chacham were teaching anyway or others say that it was a Tamil Chacham who were famous Atzman of the Torah like Rabbi Shem ben Lakish who says that the Torah is only miskind by people who who you know Give it their all that they may miss out. I don't know how to explain it, but uh, anyway, that's the idea. All right. Anyway, that's yesterday's da.